0: you all to another edition a special edition of on the mark Mm -hmm. sports talk with your host mark with a c how is everybody today i'm so happy to see so many faces (laughs) on our screen today uh this of course is show number 100 it's 100 shows in 100 weeks set the century mark congrats to all our panel members who have been coming regularly And even to the newcomers with us today. And of course, all these shows you know are on Spotify and Apple iTunes. If you want to hear some old shows, they're there waiting for you. What an achievement indeed. What's that?
1: I forgot to say Kanahara.
0: Okay. What an achievement. You know, we started this on May 7th in 2020.
2: No, March. No, May. We decided to
0: start this on May 7th, 2020, okay. and here we are a hundred weeks later, and uh, it's amazing. Uh, if we had wine and champagne, I'd give you all.
3: <laughs>
0: um, I want to thank you all for tuning in today, uh, and I'm glad to see everyone who purchased a commemorative 100th uh, a t-shirt. Nice to see you all in the black in gold or the blue and gold shirts it, it look really cool uh <laughs> our special guest glenn console will be with you in a second i just want to say something to you ron this is your uh glenn this is your third time with us that uh, you were appeared in show number 18 uh <laughs> september 3rd 2020 and then you were also on for our 34th show which was December 30th of 2020. So this is your third time and I really appreciate you spending time with us. So without any further ado, and I know you have to go. Uh, I wanna have your buddy, Ron Schreiber, to introduce you officially. Ron, take it away.
4: Okay, thank you, Mark. I'd like to introduce uh, the TV and radio analyst for the Washington Wizards, a good friend of mine, from a long time ago, Mr. Glenn Consor. Thank you, Glenn, for being here.
5: My pleasure, my pleasure. Always good to see everyone here.
4: Yeah. Uh, I I was wondering maybe if you wanted to start off, let's say with an East recap maybe, what your thoughts are on the East teams, who has a good shot or whatever. So uh, I'll leave that up to you.
5: Okay. I think it's up for grabs. Um, I still think Milwaukee um, is, you know, could could win the East. But, you know, you, you just don't know what the Nets are going to look like. Um, you know, you don't know what Miami's going to do. Um, I think the Celtics losing um, Robert Williams really hurt them, um, but they were really playing very well. And, you know, I think the East is, you know, very much up for grabs. I think Chicago could still surprise. So um, it's really hard to predict because of injuries. And, you know, it's been such a strange year with COVID and injuries and trades and all this stuff to really determine what's going to happen. But I still think the Nets are loaded and the Nets could surprise but, um, and I think the Celtics can too. Miami heat, to me, defensively is, uh, and I think you you see it more in the playoffs than during the regular season. defense becomes a really big deal, and I think they are a very underrated defensive team that um will you'll you'll see how good they are in the playoffs. but they're loaded too. Miami's loaded, too, so. Miami could could be that surprise team, but who knows? I still think Milwaukee. If someone, I'm not a betting man, and I don't bet. But um, you know, if I was, if I had to, I would say Milwaukee, but I wouldn't put a lot of money on it.
4: So I stop for grabs. What did what, what did you think of the Ben Simp the, the trade? Uh, who do you think won the trade?
5: I don't think you can tell yet. Um, uh, the fact that Ben's not playing um is uh you know is a big deal in, in to your question, Ron. But I think uh, when he plays with those three guys, um, you know, it has the potential to be, they have the potential to be a powerhouse. And they're deep too. So um, you know, I think Harden and and Embiid fit very well together. Philly's another team that could could surprise because of those two guys that can carry him You know, it's hard to say. Um, They gave up a lot, Um, you know, the Nets did, uh, for Ben Simmons, and they really haven't had much to show for it yet, but maybe one day they will. So I think it's hard to answer that question.
4: But, you know, it's funny. I think the big plus in that trade was getting Curry. Mm -hmm. He he is is an outstanding shooter, and he gives what Joe Harris was supposed to give. Right. You know, I think that was a big plus in the trade for the Nets. And, you know, for me, look, my opinion is I think the Nets are the team actually to beat in the East because now that Curry's going to be uh, – not Curry, uh, Irving's going to be able to play at home more. Of, of course, uh, if they have to play Toronto, that's a whole other uh, story. Ron, you, you know,
0: picked pick, pick the, um, the Nets way back when the season began. <laughs> So yeah. did everybody else.
5: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. It's interesting because Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie and KD are, you know, maybe you know you you remove, um, I don't know, maybe you remove Embiid from this, but Kyrie and Durant are the most dangerous offensive players in the NBA. Um, you can't guard those guys; they're unguardable. Uh, And no matter what type of strategy and game plan you have against them, it almost doesn't matter uh, because they're so elite um, offensively. So I I think what Ronnie's saying is right. I mean, you know, Seth Curry is is a phenomenal player. He's not just a shooter, but he really knows how to play too. And he – but those two guys could really take – that team pretty far even without Ben Simmons because they're so unique.
4: And and what's what's the news on, on the, the Washington Wizards? I know they had their struggles. How is Bradley Beal and everything?
5: Well, Bradley Beal's out. You know he's got a um, he's got a wrist injury, which you know to some degree is is good because it's not a knee or you know a foot. Uh, where you know there's always the ambiguity of you know returning and what they're going to look like. He, he's going to be fine. Bradley Beal's healing up. He's you know he's on schedule. Uh, we've had a lot of good play from Kyle Kuzma. Um, we've had a lot of good play from a lot of our younger players. Um, and and KCP Kentavious Caldwell Pope has really played well lately. Um, I think from the Wizards' standpoint. The fact that Brad's been out for so long and um, it has given the younger players opportunities like Rui Hachimura and Danny Abia, um and Corey Kispert, those guys, and Daniel Gafford, those guys have really had um, an, an incredible opportunity to get playing time. There's no substitution for that in the NBA. There really isn't. You can go to training camp you know, play a couple of exhibition games. But these guys are getting a lot of reps and a lot of experience playing in the NBA. They're all very young players, 21, 22 years old. Um, and, they're, and, they're, and they're producing and improving at, at a dramatic rate. So I think that's really going to help us for next year. And I think we're going to add um, a point guard. And I think we're going to add, we, we really need, you know, with the addition of Porzingis, um, who is so unique? He's seven. He's all of seven three. I mean, he is, you know, and, and he's very unique. Keeping him healthy is going to be the number one thing. But if he could stay healthy and we could add a couple of pieces, I think we can be pretty competitive.
6: How do you th- what's what's the chances of Bill resigning?
5: That's a good question. Um, I, I think they're good. You know, I think the question is, you know. Um, is he in the same, he's going to get a Supermax deal. Um, the Supermax players in the NBA are Giannis, Luca, um, you know, uh, Durant. Is he at that level, MB to carry a team? I don't know. Maybe. Um, but, you know, I think the team has some decisions to make with that too. But I know we want to resign him, but uh, nobody really knows what Brad's going to do. And I think Brad likes it here. But mm, maybe it's time for a change for him, and I, I don't know. I mean, I'd love—I would hate to lose him.
0: weren't they doing really well before he got injured, right?
5: Yeah, pretty well. I mean, we—you know—we made a bunch of moves, you know, um, and Brad was playing well, the Wizards were playing well, and then we we just had to reshuffle the deck for a variety of reasons. Um, but um, you know, I, I just think the future is bright. But there's a lot of ifs, you know, if we can get that elite point guard, if we can get um, more physicality, because with Porzingis, if you think about the personnel of our team, it's a lot of finesse guys. And I think to win in the NBA, you need physicality. You need P.J. Tucker's. You need guys like that. Um, Marcus Smart uh, to bring. To body slam guys to you know to get physical to you 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 need that and we need that as a team for next year. Interesting.
0: Who else
1: has questions for Glenn? Go ahead, Michael. Hi, hi, Glenn. Thanks for coming. Hi, Uh, Michael. The the Lakers and the Nets. Let's face it, their star players chose their team and they chose their teammates, and uh, for the most part, they're having mediocre seasons. Of course. Now, who's to say? Although the Lakers have a problem to get into a play-in position, let's suppose the Lakers and the Nets get into the uh, playoffs from the from the play-in position, and they go all the way up to the finals, and they compete against each other for the finals. What does that say for the regular season? And uh, mm-hmm. should that continue? Should the commissioner do something about things like that happening?
5: To- you mean you mean like collaborating, letting players dictate who's on? Their- mean that
1: that happens, Glenn. You know, when you think of it, it doesn't happen in any other, any other sports. With
5: yeah, a, with well, it, it it does, but like, would would Gronk have gone to Tampa Bay if it wasn't for Brady? You know, so I think it does happen. I mean, I think you you have that those situations. Um, I know that Contavious Caldwell Pope and Bradley Beal are very close friends, so you know we had a little bit of that too. But um, it doesn't mean it's going to work. You know, um, chemistry is a, is a strange thing. You know, um, it, it doesn't necessarily, you know, talent doesn't always necessarily mean you're going to win games. The chemistry amongst the talent is, is going to dictate if you're going to win games, you know, who, who in the elite players can sacrifice and do other things to help their team win. All those things add up in chemistry and, um, I'm not sure it's such a bad thing for the league, um, but it doesn't always work. I mean, you know, LeBron, uh, you know, making the move to get Westbrook, you know, on paper looks great, but it hadn't worked. Uh, Anthony Davis went out and, you know, and they look like a different team. Um, You know, look at the Clippers right now. The Clippers are getting back. uh, Paul George is back. As of the last game, and evidently Kawhi's coming back. So, I got news for you. That's a completely different team now than they've been. we've seen the whole year with uh, with the Clippers having those two guys That's back. True. Those are two of the right. elite, elite, elite players in the league. But so that doesn't
1: say much for the way. But that doesn't say much for how the season went, right? Look, You know, the, the Golden State looks phenomenal. You know, and. Uh,
5: no, they don't. No, they don't.
1: Not anymore. You're right. You're
5: not right. anymore. Not anymore. I mean, you know, we, we just – we beat Golden State. We're not very good. We beat Golden State twice this year. Um, and Steph Steph had 47 in one of the games. Right. So, um, you know, it, it's – you know, it, so much of it is, is is who's playing, who's not playing, right. um, you know, uh, and who's going to sacrifice that the ability for these guys to make adjustments to their games to play with other elite players is a really big deal in the NBA and you got to be ready <laughs> to do that but that being said um, not to sugarcoat any of this stuff you win games with your stars in the NBA period you you know you rely on them to close games out and you win with them so the teams that have those guys that could, you know, our ISO scores when you need a bucket and that shot clock is ticking down, you rely on them. And um, if you don't have those guys or even multiple players, that's why the Nets are so intriguing. And that's why I mentioned Kyrie and KD, that they are so elite in scoring. Man, that, you know, you can't focus on one of those guys without the other one going off. So the NBA is a league of stars and stars <laughs> means you. So. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what happens.
7: Yeah. Yeah, Larry. Can you talk at all about the Knicks?
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they need players. You know, they they need they need they need some more elite players. I mean, I, I love Randall and I love R.J. Barrett, but that's my point. That kind of goes back to what I was saying about Bradley Beal. You know, are they KD and Kyrie? Are they Paul George and Kawhi? Are they Chris Paul and Devin Booker? No. Mm. They're not those guys yet. So, you know, no. they need they need more talent. I mean, talent wins games. Your all-stars win you games in the NBA.
0: The New That's York it. press is ripping Randall every day.
5: Yeah, well, the New York Press rips everybody every day. And so does every <laughs> so does every newspaper. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. And yeah, Freddie. Yep.
8: Man, don't you think this is one of the best NBA seasons in terms of how many teams can actually have a chance in the playoffs? Usually, you get down to say it's going to be one, two, three, four teams. I'll tell you, team out west that is really good is, is Memphis. Oh yeah. But you know, you know, it's funny though when
5: Morant is injured, they're like ten and two, but they they're like they're eighteen and two. 18 18 and two, and two is which means? is uh, remarkable. remarkable. They might be they might be the exception to what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because they're so intriguing. I mean, they just play so well together with what they have. You know, you can get away with that in college. Yeah. In other words, in college, you could get away with maybe not having, you know, the elite of the elite. and right. you run and press and you have strategies and yeah. make adjustments and you win games. But in the NBA, that's harder to do. They are the exception. You know, they, you know, they they, they have a bunch of guys that defend a very good defensively. They play well together, they sacrifice, and they got a lot of good young talent that I think will you'll hear much more about as the years come as being elite players, aside guy, obviously John Moran.
8: That guy Bain is very is excellent.
5: Who's this? Desmond
8: Bain. Oh, yeah, Desmond Bain,
5: yeah. Dylan Brooks. I mean, yeah. Jackson.
8: I'll, I'll tell you which guy killed the Knicks, too. the rookie, uh, Williams, I forget his first name. The rookie from Stanford.
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
8: yeah. I, I, but he really had a nice game against the Knicks. I love, really love watching them play.
5: And they're they're a well-run organization, man. And yeah. think about what they've done. They've drafted these guys. And right. They, and they could be, you know. I'll tell you another team that's intriguing is Cleveland. Yeah. Well, Cleveland's very good, too you know and and they they're building on a lot of young players like like Mobley and and uh, and those guys so they you know th- that's another team you know you, you, they have that one veteran in Kevin Love that um is like a steadying for, force but they're pretty pretty young like Memphis is so but those organizations are really developing young players every year those guys get better that's why i kind of emphasize that with us i'm hoping that you know, with us and there's no guarantees Mm. um, we'll be in that category. Why do you, why do you think the Hawks have regressed a little? Um, You know, I think John Collins going out really hurt them, Mm. you know, because I think he's very underrated. Um, He's incredibly athletic. I think that hurt them a lot. Mm. Um, But um, you know, that's another team that if it clicks at the right time could pull an upset in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Playing game, they're gonna be playing game. Yeah, definitely.
4: But uh, I'll tell you, I'm ve- I'm very disappointed. in oh, almost guy okay, Roger. Okay, you go first.
9: Oh, sorry, Ron. Sorry to interrupt. glenn thanks for coming on. Uh, I know this is one of Ron's uh, pet peeves of Russell Westbrook, but Russell Westbrook played very well for you guys last year. Would you guys be willing <laughs> to take him back? Because I know it seems like he's worn out his
5: welcome for the Lakers. Uh, would we take him back? I don't, I, I don't know. You know, like that's a lot of money to take back. You know, um, that it's kind of like what I was talking about with Bradley Beal. You know, these guys hit a point where um, I still am a big Russell Westbrook fan. Uh, I think he gets over criticized. It's just my opinion. Um, I think he gets over criticized. I think he, um, you know, he, he's a little wild at times, but he makes plays and. You know, and he, for some reason in his game, and I saw it last year with us, for some reason, he just like turns it on at the end of the season. And he looks like a different player. So you, you don't know what you're going to get with him. And and he's oh. turnover prone, but, you know, he's so fiercely competitive. And one thing you can't say about him is that, you know, he he's lazy and doesn't bring it at times. He brings it every game. He tries so hard and he's passionate about playing. And that's what I like about him.
6: All those crippled doubles uh, what were incredible for the Wizards.
5: Yeah. I mean, he he, he did it all. I mean, he, and he really set the tone for, you know, working hard and practicing hard and, and being a leader. And uh, I have a lot of respect for him.
4: I, I No, to be honest with you, Roger's you. right. And I think I spoke to you about it, how disappointed I was with his play. But I've gained a new respect for him and less respect for LeBron. My reason being is LeBron is taking too many days off. I'm sorry. If you're in the middle of a playoff run and your knee's a little sore, you know what? You, you kind of play through it. But Westbrook, that's one guy. He's there every night. He doesn't take a night off. As, right management is probably not in his vocabulary. <clears throat> So, right, right. I've gained LeBron. more respect for him in the last couple of weeks, and lost more for LeBron. He is picks it, his game. is Westbrook younger?
5: Yeah, yeah. Westbrook's younger. Yeah. yeah, yes.
4: But like LeBron picked the game. He plays in Cleveland because you know it's Cleveland and has a big game,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and then he's out for a day or two. You know, I mean, I come. Hockey's my number one sport. Okay. LeBron doesn't have hockey mentality when it comes to injuries. I mean, th- there are guys who play with skate on Broke. broken feet Broke. or whatever, broken hands. They play broken through everything. Ankle. And considering the Lakers are up right now on the outside looking in, you think you push yourself. Now, I have a, a thing. I, I think he's banking games, if you want my opinion, because I, I may be stupid, but he said, He wants to play with his son in a few years. So if he plays less games this year, next year, you know, it's less wear and tear on his body. I don't know. Am I reaching for something? Probably.
5: Yeah, I don't know, Ron. That's a tough one. You know, I I don't know what that guy's thinking about, you know, um, when, you know, with, with, especially with this season, I'm sure he's very frustrated and and, um, he's not used to losing. You know, and and then I'm sure that's, you know, really taken a toll on him. Um, The fact that he doesn't have Anthony Davis all those games. I mean, no one talks about that. You know, Anthony Davis, you know, is as elite of a big guy is when he's healthy in the NBA. He could do so many things. He hasn't been there. So that's a huge loss. You know, what would they look like with Anthony Davis, Russell, you know, um, and LeBron? I mean, healthy. But you know what? You look at their team. Look at their team. Aside from those guys, they haven't gotten much from anyone else. You know, I think they, you know, Taylor Horton, um, that guy, you know, think about their team. They don't, you know, they they really don't have that much depth um, or even, you know, I'll call them B players that can get you 20 points on a given night. They don't have it. So they need more. No, they. Don't. It, like, D- Davis I, is supposed to be back tomorrow. Yeah, well, we'll see what we'll see what kind of condition he's in. Yeah,
4: condition and how long and how long he lasts.
5: And how and if he's going to be on a minute restriction. We that's all the stuff we don't know. Is, is James going to play tonight against the
8: Jazz or is he sitting that one out? I don't know. I'm I not,
5: I heard he's out.
4: Did that? That's uh, I saw. Uh, ESPN has who's oh. in, who's out. I guess it could change, but you know. Have you ever interviewed LeBron?
5: No, LeBron? no, never interviewed LeBron.
4: Have you wanted
5: to? Um, <laughs> Sure, I would have liked to, um, <laughs> but I, I never had a chance to interview him. I, 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 I did broadcast um, one of his last games in high school. It was uh, the Capital Classic in D.C., which is an All-American game. When he was coming out of high school, going into the NBA, I did that game um with him which was actually pretty cool there was so many great players in that chris paul and you know i mean there was so many great players but um no i never had a chance to interview him
10: Yeah, lebron is not playing
0: tonight he's he's, he's out how many how many games behind by the lakers I think, I think they're, it's 13. They're in 10th, a half a game ahead of the 11th place Spurs. Oh, thir-
6: 13 game, 13 under 500, I
0: think. Yeah. They're intense, for the playing game. The how far no. behind? Are they for the play, of, the play No, they're in, they're in the play. They're, they're just barely in the play. They're in the playing play-in. play-in? yeah. yeah. Half a game ahead of the 11th place.
5: They're, <laughs> fighting, they're fighting Spurs. to get into the playing game. They're fighting yeah. to get in, and that can go either way. But right. like I said earlier, if AD comes back, you know, LeBron's LeBron and Russ is Russ. Those guys have enough to upset whoever they play against. They have enough, so I wouldn't count them out if they can get in.
0: Right, and your and your team is not in at all. No,
5: nah, yeah. uh, we statistically we're still in it, but you know the Hawks got to lose a bunch of games, which they, they're they're starting to play better. Um, we don't, I, I don't see it, but you never know until you know, you're statistically. Wizards, out the of Wizards
8: it. are probably like the Knicks. the, the Knicks managed tragic numbers one. if they, <laughs> they win. Hawks yeah. win one game, the Knicks
5: are out. No, I don't, we don't expect to be in it at this point. I mean, I, I think we're going to try to win every game we can, but it might not matter even if we did. Yeah.
1: Michael? Yes, uh, Ron's mentioning of hockey uh, gave me something to think about. Uh, last night, the Rangers played Detroit, and there was a game that the Rangers played back-to-back. Has there ever been, an, has, has there ever been any, any effort in the NBA? Which I, don't know, I don't know about hockey, but in the NBA – to avoid back-to-back games against teams that have been rested before that game. I would, I would assume with the use of computers, if there's a back-to-back game, the second game should be against a team that also played the night before. Has that ever been addressed?
5: Um, uh, Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been in NBA meetings where they've discussed it. I mean, I think it's, you can't avoid it um, because it's they're trying to get 82 games into a six month schedule um, so I think what the NBA tried to do is minimize the back-to-back games, which I think they've done. Um, like we, we're getting ready to go out of town tomorrow. Um, we have a game, we have a game tomorrow night against Dallas, um, at home. And then we leave Saturday for a three, um, uh, three games on the road. The first one's in Boston um which i think is on um sunday then we hop on a plane and go to minnesota no no let me let me have my yeah we go to minnesota and then from minnesota we go to atlanta in a back-to-back road game and you know that's hard on that's hard on these kids it's hard on me and i'm not playing you know (laughs) um but it's that that you know, and that means like I mean, we've had back-to-back games this year because of like we charter planes, and it just happened the other the other day where we chartered planes, and there was something wrong with our plane. They had to fly another plane in. Um, we didn't get into the city we were playing till like two thirty three in the morning, and the next day was a seven o'clock game. So it
3: looks
11: modern.
5: So that that is really hard to that's hard to fight. Wow. You know? But you know what's strange, like our team, for some reason, and I guess it's the reason that Vegas is in business. We play better in, in those the second half of those back to back games. It's bizarre. <laughs> no explanation for that one. No idea.
3: Uh,
4: I was wondering maybe uh, who do you think would be coming out of the
5: West? Ooh, it's a,
4: it's a tough one,
5: Tough one. you know, Phoenix looks like the team to be, but, um, you know, Denver with Jokic, um, who is so unique and, and elite, uh, you know, I like Denver's team who knows what the Clippers are going to look like when they get mm-hmm. those three guys back. Um, they got Utah, I mean, with Donovan Mitchell and Gobert, I mean, they got, I like Utah's team. Um, but there, there's so many teams out there, man. I, the, the West is going to be like the wild, wild West. You know, it's you don't know what's going to happen. Don't discount Memphis. And don't discount Memphis. You know, Memphis is, Memphis is the team nobody wants to play. Okay. <laughs> what about yeah. Denver? I love Denver. Yeah. Yeah, love them. You know, Denver with Jokic, um, he's so... It, how could he not be the MVP? Mm. Uh, I don't see how – there's nothing he can't do. He brings the ball up, you know, know. seven feet tall. He's not overly quick, but he's um, just – he's like I, – I said this on the air about Jokic. To me, he's a combination of bird and magic mm. together. You know, combine those guys. That's what he is, <laughs> which is incredible.
0: So you would pick him over and at this
5: point? Um, I think Embiid's younger. Um For the and, MVP
0: this year, they're talking. Oh, about. I, I think Close I would. I, th-
5: I, think I would. Yeah. I mean, don't forget Giannis in that equation too. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Interesting.
0: So, so, who, who, who have the Wizards dominated this year?
4: The Lakers. The Lakers. <laughs> Lakers.
5: Yeah. The Lakers and the Warriors. That's right. It's amazing. It's amazing. Huh? <laughs> Pretty good to dominate. I know it's you know, but you know what it's we really haven't dominated anybody you know we this year was a year where we were trying to um, as it turns out because of the trades that we made and um, uh, injuries that we that we were trying to really develop the young players so uh, they've gotten a lot of minutes and I'm hoping that that it pays off in the future for those guys and you, and you're
0: back on to the, the the road games just said
5: yeah we're traveling we traveled we started traveling like middle of January. And you like it? Um, I've been doing it so long. I know. I, know. I, got used to, I, I got used to calling the games on the monitors and being home and getting back into my bed after a road game. You know? <laughs> so, um, good points and bad points, right? It's good and bad. But, you know, look, it, it is what it is. It's part of the job. Um, uh, I'm doing it so long that, you know, like my biggest stress is packing and unpacking. You know, like, what do I bring? You know, I always forget something, underwear, socks, you know, a belt, you know, it, it, I can't keep up with it ever, you know, yeah. um, but well, it's, uh, it, it, it's taxing the, the traveling with an NBA team is really taxing, especially for someone of my age.
3: That's <laughs> my age too. Right. <laughs> hey, look, I'm lucky. I was able
5: to, you know, connect onto the zoom call. That's, where I'm at. <laughs> well, I have to thank Justin
4: for that. I I would never get on anything. Exactly. That's yeah. me too.
3: Yeah. Me too. But
4: Glenn, I know you're pressed for time, and you got plans for later or whatever, and you know we really appreciate you coming on, buddy. Yes. No,
5: I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having me. I always enjoy talking to everybody, and um, and just you know, FYI, Denny Advia, given the fact that this. Is uh, you know a Jewish based uh, Zoom call. He he's really becoming a very good player in this league. Um, defensively, he's at an incredibly incredibly high level for his age right now. He's really tough defensively, and his shots coming. Um, and it's pretty neat to see as we travel with these teams, um, the fans in different cities holding up the flag of Israel. Um, He's got a really nice backing. And most importantly, he is as great of a kid as there is. He is such a good kid. You know, um, he's polite. He wants to learn. He's not full of himself. He, you know, he didn't grow up here. So he's not in that AAU world of, you know, entitlement and narcissism. And he doesn't have any of that in him. And it's quite refreshing.
6: He's also a pretty good rebounder and assist man, too.
5: Yeah, he's very good player. He's very good player. He, he's he got to get better in a lot of things. But, you know, he just turned 21. Wow. Just had, Ron's got underwear older than him.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> he still wears that. <laughs> I, I know that. West gives him minutes. Justin West told a, me. Justin told me, Ron. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the coach
0: gives him minutes in the game. He gets Oh, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, yeah oh yeah go for, that. go
1: for that who's the player in back of you is that uh looks like pete Barovich? who is that that guy? would
5: be me that's, know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> me that's <laughs> when i had there nah. that's when that's how ronnie remembers me i guess
4: that's right well even but well even way before that too that's college right
5: that's college yeah that's college
4: we're talking high school and junior high
5: Hey, Ronnie was a great third baseman, by the way. I want everyone on this. Yeah. Was he a put great... a
4: picture on Facebook today.
5: Ronnie was a great athlete. I'm going to tell you. He could, there's, not, there's like not a sport that – if they invented a new sport, Ronnie would be good at it. That, <laughs> he's that guy that everyone, that everyone hates, you know, that, oh, here's a new sport. Ronnie's great at it.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Nobody was better than Glenn at basketball, though. That,
5: uh, nobody, no, that's that is not up. true. Yeah. I was a late bloomer. I was a you late guys bloomer.
4: went to the same junior
0: high school, but not the same high school.
5: Not the same high school. Not the same high school. Same junior high school.
4: Right, but way back. It's great, great that friends. So elementary low.
5: school and junior high school. Oh, right, that's right. That's right.
4: Elementary school. Right. Elementary
5: school. Yep. yep. Great
4: times. Great.
5: Times. All right, Glenn,
0: I want to apologize for the um, the wording of your name in the update. They only had the one N, not the two Ns. Did you notice that?
5: I did notice it, and um, I'm offended. <laughs>
0: I'm a. You know, someone like me when they write my name with to case. Okay. I hey, exactly I gotta tell you feel.
5: something, Mark. I got to tell you. I got to tell you this. I have a good friend I went to high school with, who played for Queens College. Ronnie, you might know him, Mark Schneid. I've heard the name. I've heard yeah, the name. He played at Queens College. He's our age, and he lives in New Jersey. And I don't want to start a legal thing here, but he runs basketball camps in Marlboro, New Jersey. And his camp is on the mark. So right. son, ah. I, didn't I didn't want to say anything. I got a couple of warriors. If you both need them, I'm the all right. all
0: right. And he's sponsored with a Sierra K. Uh,
5: that might be your route, Mark. There, your route. there you go. So Anyway, right. well, good to yeah, see well. everybody.
0: <laughs>
3: Glenn, Thank you been Thank great. Thank you. Thanks for joining Thank us this nice time. Glenn. Always Thanks. great to
4: see you, Glenn. Thanks. Still Thank luck you. the rest of the year. Thank Some you. Regards, Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Send my regards to Dave. I will.
5: And, um, say, say, me, right? I will. and um, say say hi to your family for me, Ron. All right? I
4: will. Thanks, Glenn. Right, Thank you. See you guys. Time.
5: Thank you, Glenn. Bye. Thank Bye. you very much. Thank you. Thank you.
0: That was very nice. Yes, it was. you guys. Enjoyed the segment. It's always good to have Glenn with us. Talking basketball and um, current basketball, mm. and we get a different view. We get the actual, the actual view of, of the game. So, um, okay, uh, comments. Anyone want comment about the segment?
8: It's going to be a great playoff season.
0: Mm. Segment was terrific, yeah. Mark.
12: Huh? Yeah, no, very to, very okay. yes. yeah, very I good. Glenn's very knowledgeable.
10: I wanted to hear more about Kuzynkas.
4: You should have brought it up. (laughs) Well, no. Well, Glenn had a uh, dinner he had to go to tonight. That's why he gave us a half hour only. He had the Wizards dinner to go to. Okay. Uh, Listen,
0: uh, commitments, work commitments. I guess is more important than hanging out with us. But I really, and you you could tell him we really enjoyed his presence. Yes, please. Once again, absolutely. Hope you guys Mm. enjoyed that. We did. We did. We did. did. Yeah. So, in in moving on. I did give you a special assignment. If any of you guys want to talk about your special assignment on this special uh, a day, the assignment was, let's see if I could uh, word this correctly. what specific sporting event that you witnessed has stuck in your mind forever? or what's one greatest sporting event you witnessed live or on TV? I didn't go to TV if something you've seen, but basically live should be the main thing. Greatest thing you've ever seen.
9: One. Are you, Stephen? Oh, you want to go first? Gotcha. Sure. It's more than one, but it's the same thing over and over. I've gone to a number of Army Navy games. Oh, wow. And and if you ever want to feel good about the country, you should go and see these kids. You know, we go there. We used to go there early and watch the march on and the march off. And at the end of the game, whichever team loses, everybody that's on the field turns towards the losing team side. And they play their, uh, their alma mater. And then at the next one, they all turn around and turn towards the winning team side and they play their alma mater. But it just sends shivers down your, your spine to watch these young <coughs> kids and, and that, what respect they have for everything.
0: Right. Where are the, the games are in Philadelphia? Where else? Yeah, they I
9: went to uh, about four games in Philly and actually one in the Meadowlands. Mm-hmm. Wow. I took my kids too when they were younger. They Were, about were
0: you in the service? No. No. You army or navy?
9: I was rooting for navy. We got our tickets through a guy in navy, and the funny thing is, uh, he he said, you know, that we went we went by bus, and so we had about thirty people, you know. And uh, he said one year we got better tickets. He said one of the admirals must have died, of course they have a you know seniority with the tickets, so we moved down a deck. Mm-hmm.
0: I was rooting for army. <laughs> I go back to Raleigh
9: Stitchway. <laughs> <laughs> oh Remember? sure. Well, he's a local kid, Mineola.
0: He's still alive? <laughs> yep, I believe so. I wonder what he's doing these days. <laughs> Maybe he wants to come on the show. <laughs>
3: Why don't
2: you call him up? Okay.
0: <laughs> 1-800-Raleigh. <laughs> Is anything else, him, that, uh, uh, anything else you want to <laughs> add to that? Look up on the internet. Anything else you want to add to that, Stephen?
9: No, I also went to a, you know, you talk about old times. I went to a game up at uh, Mikey Stadium in uh, in Army. Uh, it was Army, Utah, when they had the lone, uh, Preston Carter, whatever his name was, the Lonely End.
3: And uh, the Utah
9: quarterback was Lee Grosskopf. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. And that's, a, that's an event going up there, too, and watching the, uh, you know, the uh, the debts come out. It's really, it's, you know, when I was, I was like an anti-war guy and, and watching this, it's, a, you know, a different story. Very good. Thank you for that.
0: All right, Fred, you want to give yours? Yep. Uh, March 19th,
8: 1965. <clears throat> PSAL City Championship, Erasmus Hall versus D. Wood Clinton. Erasmus, 85. Clinton, 80. Erasmus, that year, was 21 and old. Some people have called the called us that year the greatest high school basketball team in the, in the city's history. Great game. Down to the wire. 85-80. We won Next year, they beat us 72-58 with Nate, Nate Archibald, who was on both those teams. We had George Thompson, who went on to a great career at Marquette and in the ABA. And was also a player in Clinton. Some people might remember Luther Green, who played at LIU and I think they played in the ABA. They, 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 they had not taken the – they had taken the games out of Madison Square Garden because in previous years there had been some problems, it was held in our gym, Packed. I was able to get a ticket. Just a, just a great experience.
0: Okay. Thank you on that. Uh, Michael, you got one?
1: Yeah. You know, I always say that if you take a kid to a game, the first time you ever take a kid to a game, uh, and if it's a great game, that's how you addict them. When my son was about six, and this game was August 25th, 1988, the Oakland A's against the New York Yankees. And it was the first, it was the last game that Candelaria ever pitched, as a matter of fact. And uh, the A's took a nice lead. And by the ninth inning, the A's were winning four to two. And this pitcher for the Yankees, his name was Gene Nelson, he stinks. You know, an average crappy pitcher. And uh who's coming up but Conseco. And I go to the front and I yell to Pinella, Lou, don't let this guy pitch to Conseco. No, Lou. Right. <laughs> and in Canseco's entire career, he hit a ball. The left field, upper deck, I've never seen a ball hit so far
4: in my <laughs> entire life. So
1: it was, it was it was six to two, right? But to make a long story short, and I think that the game was hopeless because Ecklesley would come in and, and finish off the game. But for some reason, in the bottom of the ninth, the Yankees clobbered Ecklesley. And then with two out, a guy by the name of Kenny Phelps hit a walk-off home run, and the Yankees won six to seven, and everybody went bananas, and everybody – was hugging each other and high-fiving, <laughs> high-fiving each other. And I took my kid to that game. So uh, my, my son is a diehard Yankee fan forever. And that might've been what started it off.
0: So Your son
1: remembers me. that game? He'll never again. No, he doesn't remember, he was too young. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> remember. I'm Tell fan. him about it, go ahead Ronnie. <laughs> okay, uh, April, about April 1st to 2nd, 1999. My friend calls me up who has the Ranger tickets. And says, he can't make it. He's going to be out of town for the last game of the season, which was April 18th of that year, 1999. So I said, yeah, I'll take the tickets, of course. So me and Melissa, we were going to go to the game. April 16th, Wayne Gretzky announces his retirement. April 18th was the last game he ever played.
3: And
4: Melissa was six years old at the time. Does she remember it? Uh, yes, she does actually. Oh, wow, she does, and we would we were there and, I well, I remember it was against Pittsburgh, and I think I've told this story before in overtime. Yarmy Yaga scores the overtime goal, and to me, that was like a passing of the torch almost. You know, Gretzky leaving mm-hmm. Yaga, but the the him skating around the ice after the game was amazing, and one of the Thing about, I went to that game three or four hours before the game even started, and I could not find a program anywhere to be bought. So I have, all I have is up here, my w- remembering the game, no program or anything. Everything went. Yeah, you the ticket stubs? No, I gave them back to Sal. Oh. He <laughs> couldn't make the game. I should have kept one. Yeah. You should have kept one, is right. But that was my that I've witnessed really
13: in person. Exciting. yeah. Let's
4: see it. Who else has a uh, highlight in there?
0: Yeah. Uh, Milton, go yeah.
13: All right, <clears throat> July 9th, 1969. I did not have tickets previously, but decided to go to the Met game that night. It was the largest crowd uh, up to that, over 59,000 people got tickets for standing room only. Stand and that was the, the game way. that I saw. Ta- I was a Yankee fan, but they were not doing well in those years. And I, I liked the Mets just as much in those years. And I, it was unbelievable standing there or sitting in the steps going up and down and not believing what I could see. Um, I just remember it was so exciting. The place was actually shaking. You could feel the stadium shaking. And uh, that was a very big highlight because I love Tom Seaver. And that, was, was, that was the one hitter? One hitter. And that was, by Open the way, it. that was one of five one hitters that he pitched for the Mets. Mm-hmm. He had four other, uh, five altogether, one hitters. But that was the closest. Um, He said in an interview after that, years later, he said he had better stuff that day than any other time he ever pitched, including the no hitter with Cincinnati. He said his stuff was that electric. He could put the ball wherever he wanted.
0: He was also pitching against
13: the Cubs, which was a great team. They were a great team. They they, they were in first
11: place at that time.
13: Remember, Ernie Banks was up in the ninth inning and he got him out. And I don't know who got the third out, but the second and third, but uh, no, it was a thrill.
0: Thank you. Thank you for that memory. Who else wants to give me their, uh, give us, uh, Marty, you have something?
10: Yeah, I do. Um, Following up on Ron with um, a Ranger game history, April 11th, 1975. Can anyone guess? Does anyone remember that?
8: April 11,
3: 75.
10: Game against the Islanders. I was at the game. It was a playoff game. Remember, this is the third season only for the Islanders, playing the Mighty Rangers. And J.P. Parisi Parisi scored in overtime, 11 seconds into overtime. Now you, I'm sure a lot of you guys, especially at hockey games, know with the lines at the bathroom that it's easy to miss the beginning of the period. So a lot of people weren't even in their seats. and um, you know you could hear a pin drop in the the garden was silent. everyone was stunned, including islander fans, we didn't expect to win that game. But that truly was an amazing, amazing game.
0: Thank you for that memory. All right, Gerald, go ahead. Let's hear it. Most most memorable uh, (coughs)
3: game that I attended.
10: There were a lot of exciting cup games that that I was at.
12: But that one at the Garden was extra special, though. Thank you. Yeah, Gerald. Most memorable game that I attended, actually, doubleheader. Was at City Field, I think the year was 1970. And one of my favorite players wasn't a Met, Roberto Clemente had eight hits in a doubleheader. And what was memorable about that is that he had food poisoning. And I understand from a friend at the end of the doubleheader on TV was Ralph Ralph Kiner's corner. Mm -hmm. And Ralph interviewed Clemente and said, you know Roberto you had food poisoning and you played so well and had eight hits. I was thinking that maybe <laughs> you know the rest.
11: <laughs> <laughs> it's something funny.
0: Very nice. All right, uh, uh, Larry, go ahead. 1958,
7: oh. Johnny Unitas versus Charlie Connolly. Mm-hmm. I think it was nice. the best football game I have ever seen. I haven't seen a lot of them in live, but Standing room only with cardboard in my shoes. It was freezing,
3: <laughs> but it was an
7: unbelievable game. Except for the fact that the Giants lost. The Giants. So it was won. a great game. Okay.
0: And other Larry.
6: I don't know if you guys remember Greavy, who played for the Washington Bullets.
8: Kevin Greavy, hey, Kentucky. Grevy. Kevin Greavy. Yeah.
6: Well, I, t- I took the family to eat at his restaurant in the in the Fairfax, Virginia, and from there. He had a bus to take people to the game. And the game we went to was against the Philadelphia 76ers. And you know who we saw, Dr. J. And one play, <coughs> he made it was just unbelievable. I never saw it before or since. He left the key to, 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 and dunked the basket. I've never seen that uh, done by That's anyone. Right. That's
1: right. That's right
6: what he do? i,
0: I, I he said, yeah. he, let, he jumped from the key. Gee.
1: From the Gee. key. Oh I see. Yeah. That's right. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Thank you. Uh Stephen. Stephen G. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
14: for a very long time ago, July the fourth of nineteen sixty-one, uh, Yankee Stadium, a doubleheader, uh, the Yankees and the Tigers. It was the first year of expansion. All the the year of Manuel and Maris and the Yankees uh, and the Tigers, which fight it out for for the um, <coughs> championship, all all the rest of the season. But that was a doubleheader. I remember being be brought there by by by, by older brother, I think Roy Capella, actually being an announcer, being wheeled uh, wheeled into the stadium and. First and only time I ever sat in the center field bleachers, mm. and could barely get in. There was a crowd of seventy-five thousand people wow. watching uh, watching a, a great doubleheader. The Yankees winning the first game, big, and the second game going into going into extra innings. Right. Uh, the Tigers being led by, uh, by Frank Larry, who was a star pitcher for several years, mm. a multiple 20-game winner, and then caught, considered to be a Yankee killer. In one of the extra innings, one of the t- Tigers, uh, Chico Fernandez, stole home to put his team ahead. The Yankees got the run back. Um, and In the next inning, if Frank Larry pulled up, uh, a, a squeeze play, put the Tigers back ahead. And they held on, won the game. But that it's, the game stuck in my memory for very many years. And, and the and the and the other one, would be the second of July of two thousand, the Mets uh, trailing uh, the uh, the Atlanta Braves uh, eight to one, when they never continued to beat them at all, and actually left during the eighth inning hearing the game on the, on the radio and everybody thought it was over. And the Mets came back and got 10 runs. Mike Piazza topping it off with a with a, with a home run. Uh, they won the game. and they So that seemed to catapult them. And they went on from there to, to become a championship team, get to the World Series that year. Hmm. In person, those two things stick out with me.
0: Yeah, that game is uh seen sometime in, on the on the Met Station that's like an old game. That that game they, they scored 10 runs. But talk about the Yankee Stadium. I I have one too about Yankee Stadium. And I might have mentioned this a few times on other previous shows, but I went to a bat day. I don't think it was the first bat day, but I don't understand I why. <laughs> it was like this was uh, I, I had to do some research to find the exact day because I don't have any. Ticket stops. But June 20th, 1965, a Sunday afternoon against the Twins, a doubleheader.
14: I was there. I know. <laughs> and
0: they had 71,000 and change. Oh, sure. And uh, they gave the full-size bat. Mm. And I wanted to go to get a bat. I didn't have tickets in advance. So I what I usually do is just go up to the box office and buy general emissions. I think it was fifty or a dollar thirty. Back in those yeah. days, and you see what you want. Yeah. Well, those were sold out. So I said, "Well, I, we, we got to get in. Got to get in." I went with three of my friends, and we were 15 years old. And uh, who does that today? What 15 year olds yeah. hop on a on a train and go down to nope. the Bronx? No nope. one does anymore. But we did. I those did days. it when
8: I was about 10 or yeah. 11. Yeah. So let's go sit.
0: Let's go sit right. in the uh, the right field bleachers because <laughs> there was separate admission for the right field bleachers. In the left field bleachers, so we oh, we we we, 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 we went for the right field, and they sold out.
3: <laughs> it was I a
0: seventy-five did. cents, but yep. there were seats in the left field bleachers. So for seventy-five cents, we went through the turnstiles. They gave us. I got a Tom Trish autograph <laughs> bat and uh we went to left i never sat in the bleachers before let alone on a, like a 95 degree temperature mm-hmm. in the sunfield That's, at yankee oh, stadium man. we baked couldn't yeah. see a thing because that how far what? away are you, are you 500 so feet away
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> mark, mark where's
14: that bat today <laughs> i have it in the <laughs> attic oh.
3: mark, They still place. have
14: in the attic and mark, uh, I, I was i was there that day also
11: <laughs> uh, because of the same uh, game
14: i remember seeing Harman <laughs> Kilbrew come to back yeah you know, like arms on on his arms and hit ball. Right. it seemed like somebody hit the ignition switch it get well 20. i couldn't
0: see his arm i couldn't i couldn't see i know how <laughs> <fell over. laughs> I, I, I know mm-hmm. he hit one well, uh, one seven
14: foot sign a one
0: yeah. hopper into the left field uh uh bleach it bounced it went to bleach yes. but we left push. after the first game i got the well, bat and
4: got uh, the hell out of it. that was my question
0: <laughs> i left after was, the first game
4: he we were
14: he field, right field, right field, 461 foot sign in in the left center field i
13: don't think anybody had ever hit a ball off that before yeah.
0: 457 that was my memory uh gerald
13: Look, that game you were at who was the yankee catcher <laughs> Come on, I don't know if they him. even had
0: a catcher. I guess had a
13: catcher. the game you were at. I have no idea. I think it was Jake Gibbs. Jake I'm Gibbs. gonna go, I gotta I go. I could, Jake you Jake can
0: get did. the box score if you really dig deep yeah. into uh, yeah. into Google. I'll t- find out. I'll find out. Go ahead, no, Gerald.
12: Mark. Mark, this is just a joke. The Tom Tresh bat that you got was that the one he used as a righty hitter or a lefty hitter?
0: <laughs> it says Tom Trish on it. I I, you know, I, you know, <laughs> I, who knew about like keeping things uh, sacred in those mm. days? We used them. Howie, yeah. oh, went God to the God. park and used it in the in the park. We played it. Howie yeah. and yeah. I played in the same park. I used it.
11: <laughs> I, st- I
0: still have it in the attic.
11: Collecting stuff, like they yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Who, who else wants to finish this up? Who else has a memory? Who didn't prepare and has oh. a memory? <laughs>
8: <laughs> Mark, can I do one more?
0: Go ahead, yeah, yeah. go ahead.
8: The the only playoff game I ever attended. My next door neighbor didn't couldn't go. He asked me he wanted to go. The game October 6 thousand one. Benny Agbayani, in the freezing weather, hit a home run <laughs> off the Giants in Game Three in the thirteenth inning. And I almost missed it because it was so freezing. I was I just returned barely from getting Barbara hot chocolate. Hmm. And then, <laughs> and to see the home run that, that, that propelled them to, to beat the Giants in that game.
0: So one hit, one with any Agbayani. Yeah. Okay, people... Michael, you have
1: them? another one? Yeah, what? I was at in 1976, the uh, game that Chandless hit the home run. I was in the bleachers. Wow. And what was amazing about that was in center field where we were sitting, everybody was crazy and they brought bats to protect themselves, and the bathrooms became unusable. And people were screaming in the stands. And uh, when the game ended, my friend who hated the Yankees, he zipped right off to his car while I was one of them and dancing in, in, the, uh, in the field. And uh, that was crazy, that game. Unbelievable. I'm sure if, if you haven't seen it for a lot of years, Google that game, Google that home run and see the hysteria. I don't think there's ever been more hysteria on a, on a sporting event field in the history of sports. Check and who's it out. the pitcher? The picture was, uh, oh my God, I forgot. Mark. Oh. Littell. Littell. Mark Littell. Mom with a
8: K. The same. same. Same thing happened in '69 when the Mets clinched the pennant. Mm-hmm.
0: People went nuts
3: against yep. the Cardinals yeah. on the
0: field. Yeah. Uh, as far
8: as yeah. bat days, they don't
0: give full-size bats anymore. They give miniatures. Yeah. 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 Larry.
7: But there's one issue. This is. I was about seven years old. My cousin takes me to Yankee Stadium with my brother, my older brother, and we go to Gil McDougal Day, and then <laughs> we find out later, it never existed. <laughs> we were there for it, it disappeared from the annals of sports.
0: Wow, Gil McDougal.
7: It was like the it. same like day it. that Dr. Bobby Brown came back after being in the service <laughs> to play third base.
0: You saw Bobby Brown live? Yep.
7: Yeah. I, I saw, saw him play.
0: play. You're old, you're older than me. And yeah. Roger, what is it? A batting helmet you got on?
9: Yeah, I just I still have it. It must have been one of my first games I saw in the early 70s, Mark, uh, for batting helmet day. And of course, it's on the inside it says this is not protective headwear. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you wear it for like little league or something like that.
2: <laughs> it is, isn't it a little small?
3: It's a little, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's adjustable on the inside. See, oh, it, it looks yeah. good on you. Keep it so on. You could, good.
2: Put ice, you could put ice cream inside. There
3: it. you go. <laughs>
4: <It's bigger laughs> oh, my wife likes. <laughs> oh, nachos. nachos. They serve nachos in El Paso. That's, that's field right? <laughs>
9: right?
13: Cool. Mark, one else? more. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, May I think it was eighth, nineteen seventy. I don't know why it wasn't on television, but I stayed with the radio, listening to that final seventh Whoa. game of yeah. the Knicks beating yeah. the Lakers for their first championship oh, without, Willis yeah, Reed yeah. was hurt I think in game yeah. five. And I listened to that whole game. I was so listening to it because we were rooting so hard for them. Oh, and oh. they won in the seventh game Dang. in May of yeah. 1970. Back, back, then, the
8: back then, Milton, in the you weren't. They weren't had a blackout. They weren't allowed to show the game. Right, that's why I had enough. it on the radio. Right. We'll see, yeah, right it, it was shown. It was shown about eleven o'clock at night. Later on.
13: Right, but I listened and, with the to the radio.
8: Yes, yeah, so did I. Yeah. I remember that. So did I.
13: Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was, high was high like man. the. Uh, you remember the who was the next 100. coach? Was that Holtzman? Holtzman, right? Holtzman, yeah. Holston. right, right. Glory years.
9: Stephen. That was like oh, the yeah. Uh, yeah. Will Chamberlain 100 point game. Everyone said they watched it on TV live. Right, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did watch it live. Yeah,
0: yeah. but you could, say, I, you could say hey, well, you, 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 with, you, you could say you saw the on the 100th on the Mark Show live.
3: Yeah, and I, you, I saw the Will
0: Chamberlain <laughs> game. Guy Rogers was the backcourt man feeding him. Right. <laughs> okay, I, I want to. Yeah, we got one more, Michael. What?
1: Now, I was just going to say, if you live in the right spot like we did, you could get Channel 8 and watch. Connecticut, watch yep. Yeah, right. knock out games. I, I, mine came out clear as a bell. Do you want to say one other thing I might have mentioned in the past? I once went to a doubleheader that in between games, I had a guy who came out by home plate with a fishing rod, and he cast, and you can Google this. It actually happened. He casted uh, baseballs out of Yankee Stadium. And it was the most incredible sight I've ever seen in my (laughs) entire life.
8: Nobody ever hit hit one out of Yankees. Uh, No. no. Um,
0: Uh, no. uh, Josh Gibson. Didn't didn't Josh Gibson do that?
8: Uh, Mm. I don't know. That's what they say. Mantle almost did when he hit the facade, I
1: think, right? A couple of years ago, Judge hit a ball that if it was in the right direction, would have gone out. Yeah.
8: Uh, when I was there that day, he hit
13: the yeah. oh, facade. I think the picture yeah. was uh, Pedro Ramos. I thought, was, I thought it was yeah. Bill Fisher, no? No, or was it... Co- uh, Chuck the I, one
8: one. I think Chuck Stobbs was in Washington. When he it was the, back, oh, so. Mickey
0: Batting Righty. Hmm. Uh, okay, guys, thanks for your, uh, your input there. I thought it was really interesting reviewing some of that stuff. I have something for you guys in a couple of weeks to think about. And I'll tell you about it right now. <laughs> but don't give me anything now. <laughs> okay. Something to think about. Uh, and someone brought this up to me. I don't know where this came from, but here it is. Which players came to the Mets with great expectations? Like, wow, we got this guy.
3: oh, this And morning. he
0: fizzled out. I oh, there's do nothing. one. Don't I'll mention give you one
3: in particular. Just think
0: about it. Figueroa. Think about it. <laughs> one right now. I'll give you. Don't call yes. me anybody.
6: You don't have to think about this one.
3: <laughs> <No>, there's <this
0: one, laughs> the, a the list. Most... Yeah. There's a list. We have those 50 That's some
13: clear. odd years. Don Bosch. Think about it. Start jotting them down. And when
0: I give it to you. You got it, and you'll you'll tell us about it. Oh, Choo-choo
2: Coleman. I don't want to hear anything.
0: <laughs> choo
12: <laughs>
2: Coleman.
0: Oh, was he was not, in the draft. Not, he didn't not. come
12: to
13: the Mets. was choo Coleman
0: came to the Mets as a nobody. He ended up as a nobody. <laughs> <laughs>
13: you should have. It was a success.
0: Yeah, but I'm going to go this way first. Great expectations. All right, let's, <laughs> let's move on. We have a good half hour or so. And uh, as far as numbers go... Gerald, is you have something in numbers? You want to do something today? You want to wait till next week? What do you want to do?
12: I don't have something in numbers, but I just wanted to uh, go over uh, the program, how I will construct programs in the future, and I could start with today. Okay, so, so, let so, me...
0: so Gerald wanted a spot. He wanted a <laughs> <Right. to> continuous <laughs> spot, and three digits don't work on right. uniforms. So we've put our heads together and this is what he came up with. And he's going to start this either today or definitely next week. What do you got?
12: I could start today. I won't make it very lengthy. Uh, the, The basis for each week's program is that officially the first baseball game was played in 1846. So, I was there. 18- I was there. I'm going to add the number of Mark's show this week, 100 to 1846. I come up with 1946. Next week will be 1947. So germane to that, I'm going to focus on baseball. 1946 was a very memorable year for me. First of all, that was the year that it all started for me. <laughs> and big secondly, brother not
0: beating you up right
12: <laughs> secondly <laughs> that was the year that my hero ted williams played in his only world series right let me backtrack somewhat 1946 that was the year after the war uh stars like stan musial joe dimaggio ted williams came back to the game now, Ted Williams uh, in, in 1946 hit his only inside the park home run to clinch the pennant for the Red Sox. Now, germane to, to that, the Budrow shift was often employed and there was only one fielder on the left side of the diamond, namely the left fielder. So Ted hit a shot down the left field line and I don't know if all the players were, were uh, aghast or something, but Ted had an inside-the-park home run. And the reason I say that is that Ted was probably slower than a tortoise. In addition, in the 1946 World Series, his only appearance, he was 5-25, for only singles, no extra base hits. I believe he had no runs batted in and the Cardinals uh, defeated the Red Sox uh, in that World Series. But the reason why Ted did so poorly and he never alibied, there was a, uh, a playoff series between the Dodgers and the Cardinals. And Joe Cronin, the Red Sox manager, thought that the Red Sox uh, should have some competition. They wanted to remain fresh for the World Series. So they put together an exhibition game against the Red Sox that included some stars such as Joe DiMaggio. In the, I believe, it was the first exhibition game, Ted Williams was hit on the elbow with a pitch that never curved. He anticipated a curveball. His elbow blew up, and they thought that they'd be able to control the bruise, but they were unable to do that. And Ted had a terrible World Series. And he was again only five for twenty-five, and his only appearance, he uh, the Red Sox did not win. And a colleague of mine at work once said to me, "Ted Williams is not a good player because he never won a World Series." And I went crazy. <laughs> so that's my little story. All right,
0: so we'll look forward each week to your, uh, your little numbers, playing with your numbers. Okay, so Michael. Yes. You have a rant this week because baseball season is starting next week. One week from today. As a matter well, of fact, there'll be games on during right. our show. So you have a okay. rant?
1: Yeah. What was, what's my sponsor?
0: Oh, your sponsor is by fruit.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I just want to mention that two of the hottest hitters in spring training happen to be Kyle Hagashioka and Marwin Gonzalez. And uh, Agashioka says he spoke a little bit to uh, Donaldson and he showed him a little bit of little little uh, pointers. And who the heck knows? Maybe uh, Agashioka is going to be the Mark Sanchez, the Darius uh, Sanchez that we were supposed to have. But what makes me want to rant, and I'll go quick because so I know you like me to go fast, was, and today's in the Daily News, right? I really can't stand how in the newspapers how they cannot stand the Yankees, okay? And there's a piece in the Daily News called AL East, okay, how it could be anybody's race. And they have a list of all the possible things that could happen. So on offense, the, the top five teams in the East, the Yankees are third. The Blue Jays are the best. The Red Sox are the second best. The Yankees are the third best in offense. I don't believe that. I think the Yankees are the best, all right? Defense, okay? The Rays are the best. The Blue Jays are our next best. The Orioles are the next best. The Yankees are the fourth best. I don't believe that either. I think the Yankees might be the second best or the best. So that's another one. Starting rotation. Rose-colored glasses. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm a Yankee fan. Uh, yep. Starting rotation. The Blue Jays are the best, followed by the Rays, followed by the Yankees. The first <laughs> best. That, that might be true. I don't know. I, I, I disagree also. Then again, I think the Yankees are the best. Hmm. And the bullpen. Okay. <laughs> they have the Rays, the best. The Blue Jays, uh, the, the uh, Rays, the best. The Yankees, the second best, and the Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Orioles. Uh, that might be true, because the Rays, or the way they do the, the, uh, the bullpen is unbelievable. And then the prediction, they have Blue Jays to win the division, the, top, the the Rays to become second, then come the Yankees third, then come the Red Sox, and, of course, the Orioles. And that's my rant, because I really think that the media cannot stand the Yankees and uh, That's too bad because I love the Yankees.
0: Hey, next week, next Thursday, the season starts. So why don't you guys, during the week, and tell us next Thursday, who you think is going to win each division? Like, who won the, who's going to, who do you think is going to win the America League East? America League. I'll tell you that
1: now. No, it's not. not <laughs> <laughs> go around, we'll keep, a little, keep a little chart, to see right, how right. close
0: you are. So look around you and figure out teams, pitching, and things like that. And maybe we'll ask uh, your opinions next week. All right. Thanks for that. Howie, you have a West Coast report for us? Yeah, I got a little bit. Uh, by the way, you you're sponsored by Tollbooths.
3: <laughs> ah,
11: okay. Dying. Uh, dying like yeah, Dying. breathe. i man. I don't know if you guys heard it, but the Padres and the Pirates are discussing a trade for outfield of Brian Reynolds. Oh. Uh, the Padres are looking to uh, up their outfield, and uh, they have extra pitching, and uh, there's negotiations going on right now. Uh, he hit like uh, 302 last year, 24 home runs. Uh, so uh, that could be interesting uh, with the Warriors. Uh, I think I mentioned this before. They they've opted to take Kevin Looney out of the lineup and they've put in six foot eight uh, Jonathan Kaminga in the center uh, because he scores more Uh what will happen to the Warriors out of the West? Who knows? Because they, they're playing so consistently uh, each night, and because of injuries, they haven't had a chance to all play together. So they could be a first-round bust, or they can go deep in the playoffs. We'll, we'll have to see. Uh, the other thing I, I read, uh, the uh, this is like a trivia question. The Giants were just, by Forbes magazine, the Giants were just uh, rated uh, the worth of the Giants was three and a half billion dollars. And they were bought initially back in from the current ownership back in 1992 for a hundred million. They were three and a half billion. They're wow. the fifth highest, fifth most valuable team. Can you guys name <coughs> the top four most valuable teams? Yeah.
8: Yankees, Mets, yes. Red Sox. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Cool. Yankees, are, are
11: uh, Yankees are number one at six billion. That's the Mets, Mets. Mets. The Mets are, are six right behind the Giants. Manchester Red
9: United.
3: Sox. Nah. <laughs> that sucks. Red Sox are Dodgers.
11: third, 3.9 billion. Dodgers
3: are Dodgers. Dodgers. Dodgers Dodgers.
11: second, Dodgers. 4 billion. about the, Cubs. 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 the
7: Cardinals? Cubs. Cardinals
11: are seven. The Phillies are eight. The, the Cubs. Cubs are four, three point eight
3: billion. Cubs, wow!
11: So the Yankees are six billion dollar worth, and the Dodgers are four billion dollars. So,
3: okay,
15: thank you. I got,
11: uh, Danny.
15: Yeah, hi. just me in a little bit uh, late um, regarding uh, um, Mike's rant on uh, current status of the Yankees. I have to say, uh, I didn't hear the whole thing because I had a phone call. But um, uh, on March 23rd, I was down in Tampa, and I uh, went to a Yankee game, Yankees and uh, Orioles. It was great to see because I was lucky the first six innings, the, the entire regular lineup was, was, was put up with no, uh, no substitution until the sixth or seventh inning. The only one I didn't play was Rizzo. They looked really good, I have to say. It was really problem. impressive. I was like three three rows off of uh, off the off the first base. You know, it was just great seats that we had. It was superb. And I uh, just wanted to report on that. And the other thing regarding the West Coast report, the value of um, of the Yankees. If you recall, Dolan, the former owner now of, of, of Cable Vision here on Long Island, he mm-hmm. offered Steinbrenner $600 million dollars to buy the Yankees. <laughs> Just think about that. And that wasn't too long ago.
8: How much did Steinbrenner pay for the Yankees? 10 million. 10
2: million, 10 that's 10 right. Million. That like, he didn't yeah.
15: pay it. He didn't put up 10 million. He and his partners did.
2: Yes. 10 partners. Fuck. So. Isn't that about 73?
3: Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 73. I
2: think he March put up 7 years ago.
3: Yeah. From, from CBS. CBS, from, from,
15: from, uh, CBS. from CBS. talk about a, an investment. <clears throat> yeah.
3: Yeah.
15: So, I would open up a thousand dollars last year, but I didn't have it at the time <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, let's move on to uh, to Larry in Fairfax. You have a weekly story for us?
6: Yeah, so let's get 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 back to basketball. Okay. The title of my story today is my most thrilling NBA scores. There have been NBA scorers with high averages over their careers, such as Michael Jordan, Wilt, KD, LeBron, and Jerry West. But to me, not many of them were thrilling or caused great excitement to watch. The following three NBA scorers were the most thrilling for me to watch Earl the Pearl Monroe. Oh, yeah. The mm. Pearl was the master of the spin and hesitation move. Yep. Smooth Changes of direction just embarrassed defenders. Earl played for two teams in his 14-year career, the the Bullets, 1967 to 71, and the Knicks, 1971 to 1980, <clears throat> averaging about 19 points per game. Both teams retired Monroe's number. Elgin Baylor. They called Baylor the godfather of hang time. He had a way of maneuvering his body in midair to circumvent the defenders. It almost seemed that Elgin defied gravity for a moment to make space for his shot. Baylor played 14 seasons in the NBA for the Minneapolis or Los Angeles Lakers, 1958 to 1971, and posted a very high scoring average of 28 points per game. And of course, Julius, Dr. J. Irving. Dr. J. was thrilling to watch at two levels. First, he could leap from the key to the basket. I never saw anybody do this before or since. Second, Irving cupped the ball like he was holding an apple to slam dunk it. I consider Julius the most thrilling scorer ever to play the game. Dr. J played in the ABA 1971 to 76 and the NBA 1976 to 87 averaging about 24 points per game. Okay.
0: Thank
8: you. Uh, Freddie, Harry, right? like, they had, like they had George Gervin to that. Mm. Yeah.
12: Ice
3: yeah. man. Ice ice man. man. Yeah. The ice man. Ice. Yeah.
0: yeah. He, he played for the Spurs? San
9: Antonio.
3: San, Antonio. San Antonio. Spurs. Spurs, yeah. So
9: a lot Spurs. of people
0: never saw him play. Right back in those days, all Spurs. those games were not on.
3: You're
9: yeah, Larry, a lot of guys can dunk from the key now because they're allowed yeah. three steps.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
9: three or
2: four. Very yeah. good. And how about Miller? How about Miller? Oh, Reggie a Miller. A Nick yeah. kicker. Oh, no, God kill
8: like him yeah. yeah points in how many seconds yeah about five <laughs> but um, yeah.
0: we, we right. didn't we didn't talk to glenn about the uh the ncaa uh championships we have the we yeah. have the final yeah. four the pros. this weekend yeah, yeah. yeah. so cool. what, what's your guys opinions on on this the final four kansas north carolina villanova duke duke Want to talk about this a little bit what do you think
2: north carolina what a team could be they win.
8: Yeah, they're playing the best ball of anybody in there.
2: That's true. Yeah, yeah. but
0: uh, but Duke has something to to play for, right? His yeah. last game. Uh, they all do. His last game. In yeah. the last game they played against Carolina, they got their butts kicked, right? Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and Kansas looks good, and no one no one's giving
2: Villanova any credit at mm. all. Well. Can I? Can I- well, they just lost more. They just lost more. They, they lost more. Yeah. It's a big
8: deal, Fred. 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 I want to oh, Steve's Steve. I wanted to ask Steve a question. What What do you think of the last game of Kuchesky coming back and saying, re- reaming out his team in public after they lost by fifteen points and saying this was totally unacceptable? I, I he, thought that was a really I, classless I, thing to do.
9: I, he, I I'm not a Kuchesky fan, you know. Yeah, uh, I
8: thought that was a terrible thing to do.
9: He, he, you know, if you've I've been through his one of his practices and yeah. it's like. Every other word out of his mouth is like a four-letter word.
8: Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> he's, reading. He's a book. unbelievable. I'm reading a book now by John Feinstein, the Legends it's about him, Valvano, and um, um, Dean Smith. Great book, and they make that point where, what you said about Khrushchevsky. He's he's got this golden boy image, but he's not.
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. But right, he's he
0: successful. He's successful.
9: He, you know, was he's like nice. the Lou Holtz of basketball. And no, he can spell that. his name. Yeah. <laughs> he brings the well, best.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah the Michael,
15: go ahead. what do you
1: got? I just want to say my opinion about the Peacocks. I think they needed an extra day. Uh, I think they were. I think they were. They, you know, they ran out of gas, and then, and then they had to play uh, with, with just one day off. And and watching them play, I don't think the teams that are in the Final Four are that much better. Then they are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And would say that if uh, they had a chance? It's momentum too I ways. They are. Might have been more competitive. My opinion. I really, I really thought the way they play defense, they were able to cover anybody, and it was just uh, they ran out of gas. They needed another day. That's just my opinion. That's that's how I felt in watching the other teams play. And, and their coach right away became the head coach for Seton Hall.
6: They knew that
0: way before the tournament started.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
8: So well, as soon Willin as
0: Willard left. Yeah. But that's nice for him. How much more yeah. money is he going to have in that's his good. pocket for that, right? Yeah. And uh, so um, I'm not going to ask you who you think's going to win from the final four, but it should be interesting to watch Saturday and then Monday's game. Mm, the but fun. Mark, uh, I
2: really know. I really know. You really know. What do you got? Uh, the team that scores the most points. <laughs> All right. Thank you. have expected
9: that one, Mark. <laughs> yeah.
0: And and I'm just curious, the final four for the women. I know Yukon is there. And uh South Carolina. So South Carolina could play Yukon. Yeah. Yukon <laughs> is, is up to their game again with uh they with are
3: the back. back.
2: Well, I watched the game Yukon. North Carolina, that was one hell of a game. Yeah. And who's yeah. that woman from the Midwest? Fletcher? I, I don't remember. She Paige scored Buc- like twi- 23 Buc- points. Paige and they Buc- kept Buc- showing Buc- yeah. It's Minnesota. Yeah.
0: And the Who Cares tournament tonight is the uh, the championship for the uh, NIT. Hey.
2: That's right. Who cares? Who cares? Bit, who's playing? Game.
8: Game. It, game. Game. it used to mean something when we <laughs> were kids. Who's in it? A- Still is. Yeah. The NCAA is yeah. concerned.
2: We, we all think. thought it was a runner-up.
0: And uh, this will be the last tournament, the N- last NIT for at least two years. Some yeah. people believe that the NIT will never come back to the Garden.
2: What is the NIT? National, <laughs> Eastern,
8: National <laughs> Tournament.
11: Yeah.
2: And you know, there's another I, tournament going on.
8: Yeah, the women's Why NIT.
2: There's a
0: women NIT. <laughs> yeah,
3: Seton And Hall there's also so a,
0: uh, the basketball classic tournament. And today's a championship. North Coastal Carolina and Fresno
11: State. No That's nice. First. How come the NIT left the garden? What was the reason for it? What happened? Why, Why are they leaving the Why garden? They
2: leaving? came. COVID. COVID. No. Oh.
0: No. <laughs> I gotta be money or something. No.
2: Just don't slap me. Gotta
0: <laughs> be money. Money. Could they
3: be money. is yeah.
11: coming back to town. Well,
0: there there any hockey news movie. to talk about this week?
2: Who? What? Uh, <laughs> <do you> Anyone <want laughs> have any up? hockey
0: news to talk about? I don't see Ron on. They shoot.
2: 21. They score. What do you mean? Fred, you have hockey news. Rangers are playing place. great.
8: They had, They're on a three uh, three game winning streak. Four games. I thought they, it was four. four. Maybe it's four games. All right. They, they, they just Pittsburgh came back. They're making a move on first place, and they're a hot team. They're a hot team. Yes, They're Pittsburgh, a hot team. Yeah.
0: Down the line, we'll see what happens with them. Right.
8: exactly. And Chris Cride is zeroing on 50 goals. I think he's got 46.
2: We help pretty good, out. good.
0: Pretty good. And what's the big soccer news, uh, Danny? With the I men's. The men's.
5: World Cup Somebody coming up, there. They
15: made the World Cup. So Canada made the World Cup.
5: Canada Italy, Italy made
15: the World, World Cup, up. too. That's big. First time in 36 years. I and what, how about the U.S.?
0: The first time in how many years? They're in. 84. They're not always in. The, uh, US, the men?
9: What do <laughs> you got, Raj? Italy didn't make it for the second consecutive World Cup. Italy right. Big That's right. You saw that. They lost to North Macedonia. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Totally amazing.
0: One so the one. I
2: have a trivia question. Wait till yeah. we, we get everybody the trivia. Does like the shirts? Yeah. <laughs>
0: You're allowed to wear it anytime you want now. Okay. I and,
2: and I have a question. How many yeah. black? How many blue?
3: Black. 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 Black blue.
0: Looks pretty One, even to two, me. Three. Maybe, maybe. Danny, you're not wearing your shirt. Did you like wear uh, it I, I blue.
15: Okay.
2: Whoa, you're a blue. Blue. blue.
0: blue. 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 Do the Why don't we. Why don't we go to a couple of trivia questions That is a trivia question. <laughs> <laughs> who's got some questions to, to offer to, for us? Well,
2: Brad, you got one? Yeah, I got one. Yeah. Uh,
8: the Knicks retired Erwin Rose number 15. There's another player from the Knicks who's also had number 15 retired. Dick
3: McGuire. Dick McGuire.
0: Right. <laughs> Dick McGuire, that's right. What was,
8: Bar-
2: what was
0: Barnett's number? Twelve. 12, 12, 12.
2: yeah, Twelve. 11. I was thinking 11, 12,
0: years. Remember how he shot his, shoot his, his, his free throws oh. with that foot? I remember yeah. his, jumping. Yeah. Pullback, jump right fallback, his jump. Jump back, fall back, baby.
2: Now everybody uses a fallback,
0: yeah. Right. Who else wants to give us a question?
1: Michael? All right. I'm going to put this on the screen, and I want to ask. Here's my question. Let me see. There you go. Nice and clear. Oh, all those guys. Nice. All right. My question is: can you Bring it a little closer. What year did this take place? Nineteen sixty. Uh, Just who are they? Go ahead. Can you bring it a little closer?
2: It's nineteen sixty.
1: Richard
0: Milhouse Nixon. Uh, Nixon.
2: Uh, Nixon.
11: Nixon. The Odd Couple.
2: <laughs> Gerald Ford on the right. <laughs> it's Gerald.
11: Gerald Ford. Middleton. All right. Is that is that Al Kaline on the right? Al
1: Kaline.
11: Good. Woo. good
3: get. All right, and the a reason point. why they're there that's is because point. of
1: somebody that Mark mentioned earlier in the podcast a, <laughs>
3: double, a double header <laughs> uh,
9: no.
13: wait that's the Michael rank Coglione rank Michael, Michael on the end. the end
1: the one on the other side of, of, of Nixon is Tom Tresh oh. and <laughs> what happened was, what happened was uh, he wanted to live close to his house so he made the request and he ended up getting traded to the Tigers. So if that's the case, where are they and what year?
2: 1960. Why would
1: they why would Tigers be at the White House? 67. 68. Series. Right,
11: 68. When 68. 69
1: 68. Or 68 after but, they won the series. Nixon. So, uh, Nixon And they're at the White House. Nixon right. wasn't in the White House in 68. No. He
2: was elected.
3: 69. Right.
13: right.
3: 69. He him. was in the White House.
2: 69. 69. Yeah, that's after what's his name won 31 games.
3: Right. Benny McLean. Benny McLean.
1: Lulich was the star, yeah.
0: So Tresh came back in that picture as a tiger?
1: He came back as a tiger. Right. He made a request and he ended up in the
0: tiger. I got to try to get a Tom Tresh baseball
1: card
2: as a tiger. That'd be a cool one. You do that. Waste some more money. (laughs) 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 Remember, your son is going to throw everything.
0: I know. I know. All right. Who else has a question? Fred again? Yeah. Yeah.
8: Can we use some for kindling? Speaking of Nixon. (laughs) <laughs> and he, he intended to? to get what year it was between two undefeated teams tech football texas and Arkansas. texas won and he declared texas the national champion what other undefeated team majors college who was also undefeated felt very slighted and made a big deal about nixon ignoring
2: them oh wow <sighs> that's southern cal no
8: nah. ucla no nah. no wrong part of the country oh so it's uh,
2: probably Alabama, then
8: or something. No, wrong part of the country.
2: Oh. Well, what part of the country? It's e-
8: e- be
9: Big Ten, then.
8: Eastern, Eastern school.
2: Eastern. Penn State, Georgetown. Penn
8: State. Penn State. Penn State. Penn State is correct. Penn
2: State. Hey. Penn yeah, State I forget what year fast. it
8: was. Seventy-one. That's why he was president. So, okay. so he was president to what? Seventy-four.
2: Yes. No, Yes. Yeah, August 9th, nineteen yeah, seventy-four. Yeah, no, the that's the
8: day I got. That's Looks the day like I got four. engaged.
2: <laughs> mazel
9: tov so uh i have a story so, so two good things happened
3: right uh, that's right. right two good things happened right. here's a
0: little here's a little question babe ruth as a pitcher gets tossed after one batter
9: oh
0: and what happened
9: the guy pit- came in from and pitched a perfect game
0: ernie shaw <laughs> oh, oh Lord it? Almighty, you must that's read great. my notes here, Ernie. <laughs>
8: <laughs> but what, did, what did Babe Ruth do? He walked the guy and then the guy pitched for you. He walked 40. the he guy
0: with the and he got the batter blown. was erased, trying oh, no. to steal. You know,
5: right.
0: And then, uh, then the next guy retired uh, 26, 26 batters.
5: 26 remaining wow. batters, dude. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. do do about that. Cool.
2: So that's his perfect game.
8: <laughs> no. what happens With an a, asterisk,
2: we what can always perfect, use an asterisk.
8: What happens in a perfect game? He said, no hits, no runs, no errors. But if somebody drops a foul ball, is that considered a perfect game? Probably. Yes. Yeah. Probably. No one got
2: on base. Because it doesn't right.
8: count.
0: Foul. Wow. that right. Who knows? Who knows?
9: Wow. That was Allie Reynolds. I uh, know. Yes. It wasn't right yeah, the yeah, but but it there
3: Very
0: right. right. That pop right. fly. That's
3: but it wasn't
8: time. But it wasn't a perfect game, just to know no hit yeah. No, it wasn't. There were no perfect games for many years until Larson in 56. Mm-hmm. That's right. World yeah. Series, no less. That's mm-hmm. right. A long time between perfect games. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, who else has
8: one?
2: How many and hats Gerald. does Mark have?
0: Too many. Too many. On, <laughs> on. <laughs> Roger was in the room. I, I was in the uh, the Roger throne. got permission oh. to come in the room. Oh, no. You Look got into me. the inner sanctum, Roger? Inner sanctum. You're, wow. <laughs> I'm you should be honored. You're, you're Not too many you're people. You're, you're My wife guided. doesn't even come in this room. You're Did they search you on tours. the way
9: out, Roger, and make sure you didn't take
2: anything? <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I should <laughs> the one
9: that's
0: had he doesn't have. <laughs>
2: oh, is Mark. Tom Trash still alive? <laughs> yeah, he's in bad.
8: the attic. Mark, you ought <laughs> to sell guided tours in that room. Yeah. Who's
0: got the got the question? Gerald? Damn.
12: On May 31st, 1970, two White Sox teammates combined for 10 hits in one game at Fenway Park.
3: Hmm. Name
12: the two White Sox players. <laughs>
3: 10
12: hits. Wow. Louis
1: Aquisio. Yes.
4: Really? Really? Wow. He was Nelly old Fox? by then. He was Not old. Hitter. Hitter.
1: And uh, Jim Landis. No.
0: Nellie no. Fox.
1: No.
12: Minnie
1: Minoso? No. no. <laughs> it's a, it's a How long year was that? 70? 1970.
8: Or 70. 70. Not Gustriandos. Was it
11: Gustriandos? Oh, was. No, wasn't.
8: No. Lala? No. No. No, Lala. They were gone by then. Jungle, Jungle
12: Jim Rivera? I'll give you initials WW. Walt
3: Williams. Walt, no Walt Williams. No, no neck Williams No neck Williams. Williams. Wow. Wow. Williams. No Man. neck
11: He's had
9: him for a little while. Cleveland too. Wow. Played for the
2: Yankees a little bit. He was in the Yankees? All right. Yeah, I think so. I remember that. Did they both have five hits apiece? I believe they did, yes. Okay. Oh.
1: And so, Michael. All right. Wes Westrom was a big league catcher for the New York Giants from 1947 to 1957. Mm-hmm. During the 1965 season, what manager did Westrom replace?
11: Oh uh Casey Stengel. Right. Casey
0: Stengel. Yeah. Right. Casey Stengel. I was going to say Salty Parker. Remember Salty oh,
8: Parker? Yeah. yeah.
0: Salty
8: Hemis. <laughs> yeah. I got a few right. more
0: minutes. A few more questions. Anybody?
2: Where's Ralph Halk today? Big <laughs> under. Um,
0: the major. <laughs> the major. What baseball team yeah. was once called the Robins? The Dodgers. Dodgers. Dodgers.
9: Dodgers. I didn't know.
0: Named after Wilbur Robinson.
9: Robertson, the owner.
0: And and remember, the our president. bridegrooms and the Super Bras. <laughs> super
3: oh, bras. Yeah.
2: Well, remember, what's the middle name of our president? Robinette. Yeah.
3: Robinette. Robin Robin.
2: Robin Robin
13: what right. were the Yankees before they were the Yankees? Islanders. 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 Yeah, right. that's easy.
0: What was Mickey's first number as a rookie? Six. 40, 42 six, changed to seven after he was sent down and returned. The Yankees wanted the tradition of Ruth 3, Garrick 4, DiMaggio 5, and Mantle 6, but he didn't like the number.
3: A
2: small move. All
0: right. Anybody else, reminding? We've got three minutes Yeah,
8: I got one.
12: Good.
8: Name, name yeah. the Hall
12: of Famer yeah. who had only one major league at bat.
0: Walter Gulacsiello, Alston, <laughs> Alston, that's right. Good job. There must be a lot of people with one at that.
9: Not in the Hall of Fame, though.
0: On oh, the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah.
1: How about Eddie Goodell, Jerry? <laughs> well,
8: that was not an at bat. <laughs> <laughs> He walked. <laughs> he walked. So you never had it at that bat officially, right? You have close. one.
0: You want to close the show, Fred? When yeah.
8: I, yeah. Back in the, I think in the All American Football Conference one year, the Steelers and the Eagles. Merged. What was the team nickname?
13: Steagles. eagles
8: Stegals. No,
0: it was the Steagles, wasn't it? The Steagles. Right. <laughs> right. All right, boys. I'm gonna I'm gonna close it up today. I want to. It thank... was a novel. Oh, I thought we had a great show. show today.
12: Great show. Great show one.
0: And, uh, and so. you guys are a part of it. And number one hundred come and it is gone. Oh, yeah.
2: uh, and now well, we show the second hundred. No. Yeah. <laughs> It was a great century, Mark. Really... Great century. Four oh, weeks.
0: Four weeks we celebrate the two-year anniversary.
3: Right. we we'll do that. Right. We'll do so that. Think
0: about are something we... like that. But again, yeah. great show, guys. Great participation. Right. I hope Thank you enjoyed I hope you enjoy your shirts.
8: Great
3: job. Have a fabulous yeah. week.
0: Enjoy the games that are coming on. And yeah. uh all and right. next next Thursday is
1: playable.
0: Yeah. yeah. Are we on okay. YouTube, Mark? Are
1: we on YouTube at all? We may, no. we
0: may put this on Facebook. We'll see.
1: Find me mean on Facebook.
0: It is? We'll see. Maybe YouTube. We'll see. <laughs> <Your> <laughs> special show, Christopher Glenn. All and right, you guys. Look. Take care. Great show, Mark. See you soon. Thank Be you. good. Thank you. Thank, Thank you.
15: Wonderful.
12: Thank See Thank you.
1: Yeah. you in shul, Jerry. Yes. Oh.
12: Yes, Mike. I'll see you in shul. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Me <laughs> too. Maybe. 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 <laughs>